Orioles. Leading off will be number seven, Mark Belanger, the shortstop. Belanger leading off. Number six, Paul Blair will be in center field. Blair batting second. Number three, Bobby Gretsch at second base. Gretsch batting third. Number 12, Tommy Davis, the designated hitter. Davis batting cleanup. Number 25, Don Baylor in left field. Baylor batting fifth. Number five, Brooks Robinson at third base. Robinson batting sixth. Number 32 is Earl Williams. He'll be at first base. Williams batting seventh. Number 24, Enos Cabell in right field. Cabell batting eight. And number eight, Andy Etchebarren, the catcher. Etchebarren batting ninth. And so you can see that the Orioles today are going with an all-right-handed batting lineup against lefty Ken Holtzman. Pitching for Baltimore, Dave McNally catching Andy Etchebarren. And for the Oakland A's, that he contains supplies to help the terrorists leave the country. In northwest Columbia, a landslide buried parts of the town of North. In center field, North will bat second. Number six, Sal Bando at third base. Bando batting third. Number nine, Reggie Jackson will be the designated hitter. Jackson batting cleanup. He suffered a pulled hamstring a couple of weeks before the end of the season and aggravated it yesterday and will not be in right field. Jackson, the designated hitter. Number 26, Joe Rudy in left field. Rudy batting fifth. Number 18, Gene Tennis at first base. Tennis batting sixth. Number 15, Quadell Washington in right field. He's the left-handed batter. Quadell Washington batting seventh. Number 10, Ray Fossey, the catcher. Fossey batting eighth. And number one, Dick Green at second base. Green batting ninth. Ken Olsman, who was 19 and 17 on the air pitching, and Fossey catching for the Oakland A's. And we'll have more pregame activity in just one minute. Also, the yesterday, yesterday's game was a convincing one for the Orioles. The Orioles manager, Earl Weaver, wasn't about to chill the champagne as of yet. manager, Earl Weaver, does a fine job with that club and has been for the last few years. As the Orioles got on top away, which is a big one for them, winning 6-3 to three at Oakland on Saturday. Paul Blair hit a home run, so did Brooks Robinson, and Bobby Gritschmack won to help the cause. Well, over at Pittsburgh, the Dodgers and the Pirates in the second game of their National League Championship Series. And for an up-to-date report, let's swing over to Pittsburgh and call in Marty Brenneman. Marty, go. Well, heard that the Dodgers have played the Pirates with their back to the wall. Five to two, the final score here in Pittsburgh this afternoon. L.A. winning, and again for the second day in a row, it was super Dodger pitching frustrating the big bats of the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pirates did enjoy one brief moment of glory after trailing 2 nothing for six and a half innings of play to see the Pirates come back to tie it in the seventh. But just as quickly as Pittsburgh tied it up, the Dodgers went back to work on reliever Dave Justy scoring three times in the eighth inning to take the 5-2 to two lead that was to stand up on the perfect two-inning relief pitching of Mike Marshall. So the Pirates are one game away from elimination in this National League Championship Series as the set now swings to Los Angeles and Dodgers Stadium with a third game coming up on Tuesday. It'll be right-hander Bruce Keeson in all probability pitching for the Pittsburgh Pirates and for the Los Angeles Dodgers, it'll be left-hander Doug Rowell. 
Well, thank you, Marty. And right now on the field, we have the retired president, now the chairman of the board of the American League. We're going to have the presentation for the Distinguished Service Award for the past year. And the award will go to Al Kaline of the Detroit Tigers, who this year became the 12th player in Major League history to collect 3,000 hits. Receiving the award from Mr. Joe Cronin. This is the second annual Joe Cronin Award for Outstanding Achievement in the American League during the past season. The award last year was to the great right-hander of the California Angels, Nolan Ryan. Now, thank you very much, microphone. American League office for selecting me for this award. And take this opportunity, now that I'm on national TV, to thank all the fans all over the league for being so nice to me all these years. Thank you very much. Al Kaline, a sure Hall of Famer who ended his career with the Tigers this year with a total of 3,007 hits. Now walking off the field with Mr. Joe Cronin. Well, we've had the exchange of the lineup cards with the umpires. Sal Bando, the team captain, came out for Oakland and George Dollard, one of the coaches for Baltimore, came out. The umpiring crew today calling the balls and strikes. Jerry Newdecker, umpiring at first base will be Russ Getz, at second base Dave Phillips, and at third base Marty Springstead. Down the left field line will be Bill Diggin, and down the right field line Larry Knapp. And now the A's are being introduced individually here according to the batting order. Bert Campaneris has gone to shortstop, Bill North now going to center field. Val Bando at third base. Check some of the professional uh, football scores that are going on, and some are over now. The Atlanta Falcons defeated the New York Giants by a score of 14 to 7. A third period score: New England leads Baltimore 35 to 3. Third per uh, period score: Oakland 37, Cleveland 17. At one time in that game, uh, Cleveland led uh, 14 to nothing over the Oakland Raiders. They came roaring back after intermission. Final score, or rather a first-period score, uh, Buffalo 13, Green Bay nothing. Halftime, Chicago leads New Orleans 17-7. to A halftime score, Houston leading Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh heavily favored. They lead the Steelers at halftime. Score is 7-3. Also a halftime score, Kansas City 14, Denver 3. Later games, Detroit at Los Angeles, Minnesota at Dallas, Philadelphia at San Diego, and St. Louis is at San Francisco to play the 49ers. Well, yesterday's crowd, 41,609, the largest crowd ever to see a championship series game here in Oakland. And I don't think the crowd will be quite as large today, although you can't tell, but some of the fans are still coming in, so it might be pretty close. For the game, the folks here at the Coliseum have been entertained by the 12th Naval District Band. And right now, we are having the of colors by the Coast Guard, and Mr. Wayne Newton is going to sing our national anthem.
George Bamberg, the pitching coach, Jim Fries in the bullpen for Baltimore, and a high fastball to Belanger, and the count now goes to three and one. Kenny Holtzman, winner of 19, was not overly effective against Baltimore this year. He only won one game and lost three against the Orioles. Get the fastball over the inside corner. Now he's got a full count to Belanger. Three balls, two strikes. They do not play Belanger deep and shade him a little bit the opposite way. And the payoff pitch on the way. to swung out a fly ball to center field. Should be caught by Bill Norris. He's there and he has it. to center. One guy, and here's Paul Blair, the center fielder, who got Baltimore off and running yesterday with a home run off Catfish Hunter for the first run of the game. Blair also had another hit in the game and drove in two runs. One guard and nobody on. Lifetime against Baltimore. Holtzman is three and five. Pitches high and outside of all. One and all. Up by the left hand of the pitch. Inside alone, it's ball two. Two and nothing now to Paul Blair. Green shading over towards second point. Here's the pitch, and it is outside a ball. So the count goes to three and nothing. Blair up, one out, nobody on, and Bobby Gritch on deck. The wind up and the 3 0 delivery. It is in for a strike, three and one. Baltimore now has won 10 games in a row. They ended up the regular season with nine wins in a row. And they have won 29 of their last 35 games. Holtzman's pitch to Blair. It is high and he walked it. So Blair gets the base on balls. And it brings up Bobby Gretsch, who also homered yesterday with a man on. He was two for four yesterday. Now, much like uh, Catfish Hunter, the right-hander, this left-hander, Kenny Holtzman, also is one of the best control pitchers in the league, wouldn't you say? Well, again, just seeing these first two hitters, Herb, uh, he's fallen behind in the count, and certainly that's not Kenny Holson's way of pitching, but uh, we can look for him to pick it up and start throwing more strikes, uh, any hitter now. Paul Blair, very good base runner, being held by tennis, a throw over there by Holtzman, and Blair gets back. Right hand batting, Bobby Gritch. Blair gets a good lead at first. And the pitch on the way. Inside of the letters, the ball, the grits. He had to lean away from it. One ball and no strike. Kenny Holtzman hasn't gotten into his good rhythm so far in this first inning. He fell behind on Belanger, then walked Blair. Now the 1-0 delivered to Gritch. And it's a strike on the outside corner. 1-1 now with Tommy Davis on deck for Baltimore. Just a few degrees warmer than it was yesterday. Again, we have no wind factor here at the Coliseum, but a very bright sky. Now the pitch from Holtzman. Fastball had him swinging. One ball and two strikes to count. Holtzman looking down at Fossey for the sign. Blair leading in first with one out, no score in the first inning to stretch by the left-hander. And Holtzman's pitch on the way. It is two-all ball. Two and two now to Bobby Gritch. During the regular season, Holtzman started 38 games. He had nine complete games and three shutouts. Earned run average of 307. There's a swing and a bounding ball foul. That was knocked down by third base coach Billy Hunter. So the count remains. Two balls and two strikes to Bobby Gritch. Bobby did kind of an about face with Baltimore this year. Last year, he made only... 
five errors at second base. This year he made 20, but he really upped his run production. It's 19 homers, knocked in 82 runs this year. There goes Blair. The pitch is swung on and missed. Fossey's throw is there. And it's Out. So nothing across the Baltimore. Score at the end of one half inning. The Orioles coming to the A's coming to bat. In the National League second game of the playoffs on Sunday, here's some details of the ball game. Of course, to be mentioned, one by the Dodgers, 5 to 2 over the Pirates. Ron Say, who's willing bat, belies his diminutive size. Homer to the fourth inning, then touched off a three run eighth inning rally with his second double enabling the Dodgers to beat the Bucks 5-2, thus moving within one victory of their first National League pennant in eight years. The Dodgers who blanked the Pirates 3-0 Saturday now return to Los Angeles for game number three Tuesday and need to win only one of the scheduled three games there to clinch the pennant. Say, who stands only 5-9, but hits like he's 6-4, and a solo homer off starting pitcher Jim Rooker off the left field foul pole in the fourth inning, it was his line double down the left field line off Dave Justy, leading off the eighth inning that triggered the Dodgers' winning rally. The Pirates blanked for six innings by Andy Messersmith had scored twice in the seventh to tie up the score, but Say, who collected four hits, quickly snapped the deadlock when he doubled into the left field corner, then scored in the pinch single by Willie Crawford. Fire by quite a bit. Fire was only thrown out nine times. He had 26 stolen bases. Yeah, that wasn't even close at second base. No, uh, first of all, give credit to Fossey. Uh, he got rid of the ball good, and he threw a strike to second base. Uh, I didn't think Paul Blair got as good a jump as you could, but uh, uh, on a three and two count, you, uh, as a base runner, make sure that you're never picked off, because actually it's not a steal, but it's a hit run operation with a three two count. If it's ball four, certainly both runners would have been on base. Again, I didn't think he got quite the jump he could have, but uh, give credit to the catcher, because he made an excellent throw. Campanaris leading off against Dave McNally, who was 16-10. and 10. He finished strong, winning eight of his last 10 decisions. The first pitch is high and played to Campanaris ball one. Campanaris, who drove in all three Oakland runs yesterday, he was three for four, plus the sacrifice fly. And the pitch on the way, and it's a fastball high. Well, McNally's behind now, 2-0. And oh. Andy Echebar, veteran Baltimore receiver behind the plate. Who does not use the windup delivers and it's high and outside for ball three. Three and nothing to Campanaris. North on deck and Manzo to follow. They switched uh, the lineup just before the game. Originally, North was leading off, but Campanaris was batting second. But just before the game, the A's switched to put Campanaris in the leadoff spot. Here's the strike. Why do you think they would do that, Darrell? I think hurt because of the fact that Campanaris had three hits yesterday. Uh, undoubtedly, he hits uh, Dave McNally a little better than Bill North. There's a strike, and it's three and two now. Well, of course, if Campanaris is that hot, that was three hits yesterday, and then uh, was, you could say he was robbed on a very fine catch by Coggins in right center, first time up yesterday. Now the payoff delivery coming down to Bert Campanaris. He swings, and he misses, striking out. McNally fans Campanaris. Billy Norris, the switch hitter, who was one for two yesterday. Which promised it a third for Baltimore. Belanger at short, Rich at second, Williams at first, Don Baylor, Paul Blair, and Enos Cabell in the outfield from left to right. No score, last of the first inning. McNally kicks and throws. Swing and a miss. 
of Illinois. McNally lifetime is 12 and 12 against the Oakland A's. He won his only decision against the A's this year. 16 and 10 on the air. Here's the pitch. And a change on the outside corner. All strikes to Bill North. So after getting behind the Campaneras three and on out, McNally has been firing strikes. Going two to North with Bando on deck.
Alley fits to Jackson. Inside fastball, lined out of the left center field, but coming on is Baylor, and he makes the catch. Jackson lands for Baylor and left. No runs, no hits. No errors, one left for Oakland. For the score, the A's nothing, the Orioles nothing. In auto racing today, let's check a couple of the events. At Charlotte, North Carolina, that has been a 10-car pileup on the second lap of the National 500 stock car race. Seven cars were knocked out of the race, and one driver, entertainer Marty Robbins, was injured. Robbins suffered a cut on his forehead, uh, apparently when his head smashed into the steering wheel of his race car. He was treated at the field while awaiting transfer to a Charlotte hospital for tests to determine if he had internal injuries. There is no immediate word on what caused the accident. Cars forced out of the race were those driven by Robbins, Neil Castle, Jim Vendiver, Buddy Baker, Richard Childress, Joe uh, Frazen, and Dick Brooks. Three other cars managed to keep going. In Watkins Glen, New York, Elliot Forbes Robinson clinched the uh, VW Gold Cup Championship Sunday with a 25.7 second victory over Harry Engel. That was in the 15-lap Super V race on the Watkins Glen road course. Leads it off for Baltimore. Top of the second inning. He had two hits yesterday and four times up and drove in a run. Kenny Holtzman on the mound for Oakland. No scores. We start the second inning. And the pitch on the way. It's low for the ball. One and nothing. Don Baylor on deck and then Brooks Robinson up for Baltimore here in the second. And the pitch on the way. Low again for ball two. Two and nothing to Tommy Davis. Holt McNally on. Kenny Holtzman, just a little bit wild from the standpoint of getting behind the hitters here in the early part of the game. The pitcher swung on and bounced foul down third base way. Two balls, one strike to count. Game number three of the American League Championship Series will be played in Baltimore Tuesday afternoon. By the Blues, schedule a pitch for Oakland against Jim Palmer, the right-hander for Baltimore. Now the pitch on the way to Davis. Swung on a line drive and backhanded by Bando. Davis winds the Bando. Ten seconds for station identification now. This game is coming to you on the visual broadcasting system, American League Championship Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. This is American Forces Radio at 790 and 1420. A backhanded stab by Bandor, Tommy Davis liner. Now here's Don Baylor. He was two for four yesterday. And a strike on the outside corner from Holtzman at 0 1. Top of the second inning. All right-handed batting lineup for Baltimore against Holtzman. A breaking ball. High fly. Left center. Fairly deep. Back goes North. And now North reaches up and makes the catch at the edge of the track. In front of the 375 sign. Rudy was also over there, but North, the center fielder, had a running one-handed catch. Second inning, two fine catches, one by Bando, a third, up by North and Center, and Albert Robinson, who was one before with a homer yesterday. Pitch inside a ball. One and nothing. Butch Robinson, who came up with a fielding play of the day yesterday, arrived Dick Green. Pitches low from Holtzman, ball two. Two and nothing. Now the left-hander delivers. It is high for the ball. 
Hit behind Brooks, three and nothing. If he gets on there, Williams will be the Baltimore batter. And the left-handers pitch. It is in there, taking for a strike. Three and one out of Brooks Robinson. Two out, nobody on, and no score in the top of the second. Each team had a base runner by a walk in the first inning. Pitch high and wide to Brooks Robinson. He walks, and Holtzman now has given up his second walk of the game. And big Earl Williams, who's playing at first base today, batting in the number seven spot coming up. Hit 254 during the regular year with 14 homers and 52 runs batted in. How do you generally try to pitch this level, Darrell? Well, first of all, you have to keep the ball moving around. Uh, again, we as the Red Sox try to keep the ball in tight on this man. He likes the ball down and out over the plate. Pitch a strike on the inside part of the plate to him, 0-1. Williams has been to the Orioles a couple of years. Came to them from the Atlanta Braves. And the pitch way outside of all, 1-1. Rich and Joe Rudy, who was hitless in four at bat yesterday, will lead it off. 
30 feet down each foul line here at the Coliseum. 375 at the power lane. 400 to center. And you have to clear an eight-foot high fence all around the outfield. They have one single deck of fans back of the fence, although they have the green batter's eye in center field. No score, last of the second inning. Dave McNally, native of Billings, Montana, fires a sinker lawn outside. Ball one to Rudy. in his career, McNally four years in a row, 120 or more games for Baltimore, starting back in 
Robinson charging in from third base. Like Washington might pop it down that way. They play Washington the opposite way in the outfield, although his double hit off Coyard's big curveball yesterday was to right field. Now the stretch by McNally. A look over to first base and the pitch on the way. Last ball, drag, call. Again, he got around as if he might punt and took the pitch. Didn't like the call, but now it's one ball and two strikes. And now uh, Bobby Winkle, the third base coach, wants to get something straightened out, I guess, with Claudel. Well, I think that they're just uh, finding out what the signs. Uh, Claudel looked like that he was uh, more or less squaring around attempting to butt, and I doubt very much if Alvatar wants that at this time. Ball, two strikes to count. Now McNally studies the sign from Echebarren. Rudy with the lead at first. There's one man out. McNally's pitch on the way. Breaking ball off the outside corner. Didn't miss by much. Two balls and two strikes to count. McNally's last 20 game season was three years ago, 1971, when he won 21. He lost five. Last here he won 17, and this year he won 16. Now the stretch by the left-hander as he checks Rudy. Not much of a lead. Inside fastball, a slow bouncer hit out to Gritz. He tags Rudy, throws the first, fire the double play. Rudy, uh, I think, tried to stop, but he'd gone too far, and Gritz was able to tag him and then throw the first for the double play. 4-3. No runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left. The score at the end of two innings. Orioles, nothing, A's, nothing. In pro football, a game over at Foxborough, uh, Massachusetts, Jim Plunkett threw three touchdown passes today to wide receiver Reggie Rucker, engineering the New England Patriots to a 42-3 lapper over the punchless Baltimore Colts for their fourth straight win. Plunkett found Rucker with a 69-yard scoring toss on the third play of the game, then moved them 80 yards in 10 plays the next series with flanker Dale Stingley uh, scooting the final 23 yards on an end-around reverse. Mac Aaron scored from five yards out early in the second period, and Plunkett threw a four-yard pass to Sam Cunningham and a 16-yarder to Rucker for third-period score. Uh, John Tiver ran in from seven yards for the final score in the fourth period. Final score again, the surprisingly strong uh, New England Patriots 42 and the Baltimore Colts 3. Other games... Uh, Third period now, Kansas City leads Denver 14-10, but Denver has scored a touchdown in the final stanza. The Broncos now lead the Chiefs 17-14. Now for Baltimore, making his first appearance in the series, Enos Cabell. Right-handed batter. The young man plays almost any place you put him today in right field. Paul lean right-handed batter. Holtzman pitch to him, 2-0 a ball. one nothing to count. at 241. Swing, and here's a hard ground ball to short. Campanera's up with it. Long throw is there. Cabell out short to first. One guy to the Baltimore third inning, and next to the catcher, Andy Echebarren. Echebarren batted 222 at 62 ball games this year. Had a couple of home runs. Dodgers four in a row. Pitches low for a ball. That's a very one ball, no strike. 
year in 1965, Herb, uh, Andy Etcheverry caught for me uh, at Rochester, New York in the International League with a fine young catcher. Here's a pitch to him and a swing and a foul. Beaten down the back, one ball, one strike. I'll say one thing, he's really been in some precious situations in his career. Just what you spoke about, uh, going up there as a rookie and catching uh, all four games in the World Series uh, with Baltimore beating the Dodgers four in a row is a pretty good mark for a young man uh, starting out his career as a big league. Olsen's pitch to him off the outside corner. The ball has two and one. Andy now 31 years old. He is a native of California. Right-handed batter, fairly well spread out. The pitch to him is outside of all. Now Holtzman is on the count to three and one to Etcheverry. One out of nobody on. No score at the top of the third inning. Mark Belanger, the on-deck batter. And the pitch. Swing, line drive into left center. A solid base hit. Rudy up for the ball. Etcheverry with a turn and holds on. Lined it over Campanera to weak time, but no chance to get the ball. And there is hit number one for Baltimore. And the Etcheverry on. The one out of Mark Belanger coming up. He's live to center of the first inning. We were talking yesterday, Dale, about uh, Belanger's running ability. He also has pretty good bat control and can hit behind the runner. Although well, Weaver doesn't really like to hit the run play. Pitch is low for a ball. Well, I think that uh, with this particular situation that you can look for Mark, because he did it on the first pitch, you can look for him to push or drag or try to hit the ball behind Andy down there. I doubt if they play hit and run. I think he'll just be trying to move the ball uh, in behind Andy. There's a drive hit into left center field. Mark going back. He reaches out and makes the catch.
Now, coming up for the Oakland A's in the uh, home half of the third, the bottom of the uh, batting order would be Fossey, Green, Campaneris, and, of course, Oakland, Oakland fans hope for a little few more after that. But uh, there will be at the bottom of the order goose eggs on the scoreboard in Oakland right now. Checking other uh, NFL scores, we have nothing yet on Detroit and Los Angeles. The uh, Dallas Cowboys on the board first against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the score the pass to Richards from Starbuck covering 58 yards, Dallas 7, Minnesota nothing. First period scores, San Francisco leading the St. Louis football Cardinals uh, 6 to nothing. Third period, Chicago 17. New Orleans 7 at the end of three quarters at Green Bay, Wisconsin. The Buffalo Bills are blanking the Packers 20 to nothing. Finals that uh, maybe you didn't hear earlier, Oakland outscoring Cleveland 40 to 24. New England shellacked Baltimore 42-3 and Atlanta 14, Giants 7. Brian Fielding in this ballgame thus far. No scores, we go to the last of the third inning. It'll be Ray Fossey, Dick Green, and Bert Campanaris. For the Oakland A's. Ray Fossey, right-handed batting catcher, was one for two yesterday. Joe McNally has given up just the ground ball hit by Joe Rudy in the first two innings. He's walked one and he has struck out two. Left-hander's first pitch to Fossey. Swing, a line drive, it is the left center field. It's going to be in there for a base hit. Looping liner, single for Ray Fossey to start off the third inning. Off of the second inning in a row, Oakland has gotten the leadoff man on, and it'll bring up the second baseman, Dick Green, who was 0 for 2 yesterday.
average, his highest average in the major league. And the pitch on the way to it. Swung on a high fly ball down the right field line, drifting towards foul ground, and it is caught by Cabell across the line. Not duty, but Fossey will hold it second. Campanera is fouling out to Cabell, the Baltimore right fielder, two guard, and here's Bill Norris who made that great catch off the Landry. California 31 to 14, and 17th ranked Pittsburgh took a 45 to 29 thumping from North Carolina. Penn State came from behind to down top Army 21-14. Number one team in the Associated Press College Football Poll is Ohio State, and the Buckeyes seem in 10 are remaining number one. They battered Washington State 42 to 7. Elsewhere, second ranked Oklahoma scored 42 points in the first half to beat, beat Wake Forest 63 nothing. 
Third-ranked Alabama bounced from behind to catch Ole Miss 35-21. Fourth-ranked Michigan used a pair of touchdowns inside of the one-minute mark by a quarterback, Dennis Franklin, to beat Stanford 27-16. Sixth-ranked Nebraska romped over Minnesota 54-0. Seventh-ranked Notre Dame bounced back from last week's loss to Purdue, defeated Michigan State 19-14. We'll check other scores later on. Well, at the end of three innings here at the Oakland Coliseum, Baltimore no runs, one hit no errors. Oakland no runs, two hits, and no errors. Beautiful afternoon here at the Oakland Coliseum. This is Herb Carneal along with Red Sox manager Darrell Johnson. Leading off is Bobby Gritch, Baltimore's second baseman. He struck out in the first inning. On the play, Blair was double, trying to steal second. There's a strike to him, 0-1. Tommy Davis on deck, Don Baylor to follow. One hit off Kenny Holtzman. He's given up a couple of bases on ball, struck out one. And a low curveball to Molly Gritch. One ball and one strike to count. Outfield is deep on Gritch. Around to the left. Green, the second baseman, well over towards second. Tennis wide of the line at first. And the pitch. Outside of ball. Change up wide of the plate to the right-handed batter. Two balls, one strike to Gritch. And Holson's pitch. Swung on a high fly ball to center field. North, shielding his eyes from the bright sky, makes the catch. One down in the fourth inning as Rich flies to center. That'll bring up Tommy Davis. He was robbed with a hit on a backhanded stab by third baseman Sal Bandov, his line drive in the second inning. Veteran Tommy Davis. Southern Command Radio Network, an affiliate of the American Forces Radio and Television Service.
and one half inning to play. It's the Orioles, nothing, the A's, nothing. Checking other teams in the top ten, how they fared in college football on Saturday. Eighth-ranked North Carolina State used a pair of touchdowns by Roland Hooks to come from behind for a 24-20 win over the tough Pirates from East Carolina. Ninth-ranked Southern California rolled to an easy 41-3 victory over Iowa. And tenth-ranked Texas Tech squeezed past Oklahoma State 14-13. Let's check other games in the East. As much time as we have before going back to the ball game. Boston University 33, Northeastern 6, Boston College 37, Navy nothing, Coast Guard Academy 15, Norwich 14, Connecticut 41, New Hampshire 24, Cornell 24, Bucknell nothing, Delaware 29, McNeese State 24, Holy Cross 14, Dartmouth 3, Lafayette 14, Gettysburg 3, Maine 29, Rhode Island 19, Maryland 31, Syracuse nothing, Pennsylvania 14, Brown 9, Princeton 40, Columbia 13, Rutgers 24, Harvard 21, Slippery Rock 34, Shippenburg 9, Trinity 34, Bates 8, Vermont 25, Massachusetts 14, and Yale 30, Colgate 7. Alabando, the third baseball lead it off. Oakland has the heart of the batting order this inning against McDowell. Bando, Jackson, and Joe Rudy. Bando walking in the first inning. Only one given up by McNally today. And it's pitch on the way. The breaking ball. High for a ball to Bando. And the pitch on the way. Outside the ball. Two and nothing to count. Bando, although he has good power, chokes up on the bat. He clouds the plate. Baylor and left in the first inning. And 
believe it or not, during the regular season, Baltimore was the only team that Mando did not hit a home run again. There's a swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. I was about to mention that uh, when Mando came up, and I thought better of it because uh, the Baltimore fans are really want to swing me up. Eastern. Fast 
ball right out to Gretzky. Knocks the ball down. The covers close to Williams and out at first. Rudy, well, a line driver was just knocked down by Gretzky. He goes out, Rudy, for the second inning. Gene Tennis coming up. The third call strike in the second inning. Back by tennis, one strike to count. The last 35 games, Baltimore has won 29. During that time, Oakland has won only 17 and lost 18. But as we mentioned yesterday, the A's have really not been that seriously threatened for first place in the West. Change up is hit behind third. Great stop by Robinson, and he throws him out. Beautiful play by Robinson. Back in a stab and a good throw to first base. The A's score on the homer by Sal Bando. The score now at the end of four. The A's won the Orioles nothing. Other games in college football looking at the South on Saturday. Auburn on Friday night, actually, that game was 3 to nothing over uh, Miami of Florida. Baylor 21, Florida State 17. Duke 16, Purdue 14. Alabama 35, Ole Miss 21. Florida 24, LSU 14. Furman 24, Richmond 14. Georgia Tech 28, Virginia 24. Chattanooga 24, Middle Tennessee 7, Grambling 61, Prairie View nothing, Hampton Sydney 14, Bridgewater nothing, Houston 24, USC 14, Jackson State 75, Omaha nothing. Elsewhere, Miami of Ohio 14, Kentucky 10, Mississippi State 21, Kansas State 16, North Carolina 45, Pittsburgh 29, Randolph-Macon 20, Washington Lee 20, VMI 22, VPI 17, Tennessee 17, Tulsa nothing, and William & Mary 16, the Citadel 12. We look at the Midwest and other areas later on. Right now, back to our ballgame. Well, Darrell, we were just talking uh, between innings in a game uh, that's been played so far the way this one has. One run does look pretty big. Well, certainly uh, what we've been looking at, Herb, is, uh, has been uh, pitching and defense, uh, again, except for Bando's long ball. And uh, I'll tell you what, the open ball club, as each inning goes by, is starting to strike the ball harder and harder. So uh, maybe as this thing wears on, we'll start seeing a little more offense out of these two ball clubs. Well, Baltimore in the first half of the fifth inning will send up Brooks Robinson, Earl Williams, and Enos Cabell against Kenny Holtzman. Brooks drew a base on balls in the second inning. One of two walks given up today by Holtzman. by the Cubs here at Oakland. Won 19 games two years ago, won 21 last year, and 19 this year. Now the left-hander spits to Brooks Robinson, and it's ball for a ball, one another. Oakland a run on three hits, no errors. Baltimore, no runs, just one hit, one error. Swing and a miss, the pitch away from Robinson. He went after one ball and one strike to count. Andy Atchabarn's line drive single in the third inning with one out, the only hit. The Orioles have off Holtzman thus far. And the pitch. Swing and a bouncing ball towards Sharp. Up with the Campaneris. The take to tennis. Pulls him off. And he tags Robinson out. Robinson tried to go inside of him with a slide, but tennis was able to tag him out. Second to first. Green to tennis in the second inning. 
Green, the second baseman, moves way over towards second base for him. And they swing and a miss one strike. Gene Tennis and Earl Williams playing first base. The fellows have done a lot of catching in their time, but have adjusted to the duties of first base. And here's a foul chopped off to the left of the plate by Williams. No balls and two strikes to count. Oakland leading one to nothing in the first half of the fifth inning on Sal Bando's line drive home run. Baltimore has put three runners on, but thus far no one has advanced beyond first base. Swing and a foul back. Count remains two strikes to Earl Williams. Holtzman has walked two and he has struck out one. Outfield deep to the left hand Williams stands deep in the box. Pitch to him. Breaking ball low. One ball, two strikes. Holtzman working rapidly, and Williams steps out on him to break up his rhythm a little bit. Oh, to do that. Now Holtzman right back with the next pitch, and it is wide of the plate for the ball. So the count is all even to Williams. Two balls and two strikes. on the way. In the dirt. So Holtzman has run the string out on Williams now. Three balls and two strikes. Holtzman over the head. Kicks and throws. Blakey ball swung off. Bounce the bando near the bag at third. The take the first is high and hit it. Off the bag. Comes back on it just in time. down there by tennis. You know, sometimes I think we uh, often think, Darrell, that if you're going to move a fellow somewhere, put him in first base, but it's really not that easy. Well, it's certainly not that easy, and Gene Tennis is looking like the great uh, Hal Chase out there in these last couple of plays. Or two good ones by tennis. On throws that have pulled him off the bag. The first pitch to Cabell is low ball. Cabell out short the first and the third inning. He was able to tag uh, Butch Robinson, tennis was, trying to slide inside of him, and that time he had to go high in the air to take Bando's throw and get back on the back. The breaking ball strike to Cabell. I don't think that they want to test uh, Gene down there too many times during the course of this ball game. And a foul bounced off to the left. One and two. Also leading one to nothing. First down with a fifth inning, two out of nobody on. Holtzman now has pulled down the last seven ball of all batters. Echevarren singled at the third and one out. And he delivers. Low for a ball. So that evens the count at two and two to Enos Cabell. Native of Fort Riley, Kansas. Uh, Mr. out the Los Angeles area. He the ball in last year. And they changed and cut him off and he's called out. He's up by Holtz. His second strikeout. Three up and three down. So the score. Nothing at the end of four and a half innings, but relax a moment for this. Continuing our rundown of uh, college football from Saturday in the uh, Midwest, Drake 24, North Texas State 24, a tie. Iowa State beat New Mexico by a score of 27-3. It was Kansas 28, Texas Aggies 10, Louisville 14, Wichita, Wichita State 7, California 31, Illinois 14, Nebraska 54, Minnesota nothing, 
Notre Dame 19, Michigan State 14, Ohio University 31, NIU 14, Southern Illinois 38, Dayton 16, Toledo 24, Bowling Green 19, Tampa 16, Akron 7, West Virginia 24, Indiana nothing, and Wisconsin over Missouri 59 to 20. In the Southwest, Arkansas 49, Texas Christian nothing, Oklahoma 63, Wake Forest nothing, SMU 37, Oregon State 30, Texas 35, Washington 21, Texas Tech 14, Oklahoma State 13, and West Texas State 31, Southern Mississippi nothing. We'll check the West as we wrap it up next time around. Bombay Oakland Coliseum in Oakland, California. Herb Carnell along with Red Sox manager Darrell Johnson. The Oakland A's leading Baltimore one to nothing as we head to the last of the fifth inning. Waddell Washington leading it off for Oakland. into a double play, Rich, the second baseman, to Williams at first in the second inning. Left-handed batting, Quadell Washington, fastball, he whacks a foul on the third base side. One strike. Ray Fossey on deck and Dick Green to follow. McNally's pitch on the way, breaking ball outside. One and one to Washington. He has given up three hits. He has walked one and struck out two. And his pitch. Breaking ball swung on a ground ball in the center of base.
McNally certainly borders on a box, but uh, again, that's, uh, that's the best move that a man can put on, what uh, McNally just showed us right there. Yes, sir, McNally really makes it tough for you to get any kind of a good lead off it. And the pitch on the way. Swing and a foul by Foxy. It'll be out of play on the first base side. Scott rides along at two strikes to Ray Foxy. Tigers receives the second annual Joe Cronin Distinguished Service Award. Kaline, the 12th player to collect 3,000 hits in his career, ended up this year with 3,007 for his major league career, all of which, of course, was spent with the Tigers. Award presented by former American League president, now chairman of the board, Joe Cronin, great shortstop at his own right. Now the stretch by McNally, the pitch on the way. Fastball and a bouncing ball down to Robinson that plays at second base. Out there, that's all they get. The ball wasn't hard hit. And Robinson's going to Gretchen. They cut down Washington. Five for the play. So Fossey now becomes the runner with one out. Dick Green, the batter. Herb, I think you saw right there that McNally's move that he has to first base probably kept that man from being safe in second because he couldn't get that good jump off because with Claudel's speed and as easy as that ball was hit with a good jump, I think that he would have had to go to first base with that throw. But the ball was not hard hit at all, and I'm sure the Orioles are well satisfied to cut down the runner. Here's Green up, and he punts the ball down the first baseline, and it is a foul. Fielded by Earl Williams, about halfway down, but foul about four or five feet. So the count now, one strike to Dick Green with Burt Campanaris on deck. Baltimore, it'll be Vida Blue. He won 17 games this year for Oakland, pitching against Jim Palmer. Airtime over many of these same mutual stations on Tuesday will be 2 o'clock Eastern time for game number three. Earlier today at Pittsburgh, the Dodgers beat the Pirates 5-2 to, to go two up in their series, continuing in Los Angeles on Tuesday. Go over to first base, but not the good move of McNally that time. Fossey the runner, one out. Oakland leading one to nothing. We're in the last of the fifth inning here at the Oakland Coliseum. Bright, sunshiny afternoon. Temperature in the mid-70s. And a bunt. Back out to McNally. It goes by. Lift up for the close.
same one, Herb. You're right. Bossy leads at second. Green at first. Baltimore playing the infield up. With just one man out, and runners at first and second. Up about a third of the way to double play position. Here's a ground ball to short. Malane's with a grit for one to Williams for two. Six four three double play. No runs, two hits, no errors, and one left eye. The score at the end of five innings to play. The A's won, the Orioles nothing. In the West, in college uh, football on Saturday, Arizona beat Texas and El Paso 42-13. Arizona State 16, Wyoming 10. Colorado 28, Air Force 27. Colorado State 33, Brigham Young 33, a tie. Hawaii 23, Pacific 14. Idaho 28, Idaho State 9. Michigan 27, Stanford 16. Montana 24, Weaver State uh, 13. Montana State 44, North Arizona 21. Ohio State 42, Washington State 7, San Jose 27, Long Beach State 17, Southern Cal 41, Iowa 3, and UCLA 27, Utah 14. Updating the pro uh, football scoreboard, finals, Denver 17, Kansas City 14. Okay, the Denver came back with a touchdown in the final period to win that game. Pittsburgh had a hard time, but finally beat Houston 13-7. Halftime, Minnesota 13 Dallas 7, halftime, San Francisco 9, St. Louis 7. Let's pause now for station identification. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. At 790 and 1420, this is American Forces Radio. Coliseum, Herb Carneal with Red Sox manager Darrell Johnson. Darrell, uh, right now, Kenny Holtzman seems to be in a very good groove out there. His last two or three innings, uh, Herb, his control has improved by uh, 200%. He's starting to spot the ball very well to these hitters and uh, certainly is, is taking right on out. Uh, I don't know exactly how many he's got in a row, but quite a few. Etchabarn, uh, single with one out in the third inning. He's been the last man to get on the ball more. The last eight have gone down, and here comes Andy to lead it off in the first half of the sixth inning. Etchabarn had a clean single, a line drive over the leaping Burke Campanaris at shortstop with one out in the third inning. But Etchabarn, like his two uh, preceding runners for Baltimore, Brooks Robinson in the second, and Paul Blair in the first did not get beyond first base. Holtzman outside the ball with the first pitch to him. Melanger on deck, Blair to follow. Pitch from Holtzman. There's a swing and a foul. Down is even at 101. Holtzman has a run on five hits. No errors. They've left three men on base. All or no runs, just the one hit, one error, and they've left two. Even count not at your One ball, one strike. Holtzman into the lineup. Here's his pitch. Breaking ball had him swinging. Boy, he gave it a big cut. High breaking ball at your One ball, two strikes. Jerry Newdecker out to brush off home plate. Andy's mighty swing there. Picked up a little dirt on the plate. All right-handed batting lineup against Holtzman today. Now the left-hander winding. The pitch to Etchabarn. A breaking ball, and it's low. Big curveball. Etchabarn had an ocean, but was able to check his swing. Two balls and two strikes to count. One 
nothing. Oakland leading on the homer by Bando. There's a ground ball hammered out to Campanaris. Takes a good hop for him, and he takes it to tennis for the out. Holtzman now has retired nine in a row, and it'll bring up Mark Belanger, who twice has slide out to Bill North in center. The third inning, a beautiful running catch by North in left center after Etcheverry and his single one out. Boy, that has really been a big play for Oakland because had not North been able to catch that ball, one run would have certainly scored, and maybe some more before Baltimore could have been retired in that inning. The pitch to Belanger is low for the ball. Holtzman working very quickly now, delivers, and a strike gets called to Belanger, 1-1. Of the last six batters retired by Holtzman, five have been on ground balls, and the other one was a strikeout. He delivers. Low curve to Belanger. Two balls and one strike to the Baltimore shortstop, Mark Belanger, slender right-handed batter. He hit number nine in the order yesterday. Fastball is outside. So Holtzman gets behind now, three balls to one strike. First time in quite a while that he's been behind. He walked Blair in the first inning. Brooks Robinson in the second. And the pitch on the way. And it's a strike call, a fastball right over. Count is full now to Mark Belanger. Three balls, two strikes. One out, nobody out. Holtzman leading one nothing in the sixth. Playoff delivered to Belanger. It's a fastball. He hits it up in the air to left field. Rudy there. Joe Rudy makes the catch in the to left, and here is Paul Blair, who has walked and tapped out pitch of the first. Paul Blair, well, the Orioles are talking about a catch he made in Milwaukee to save a game when George Scott had a drive to center field, right center, the two on in the last of the night. Pitches inside a ball, and Blair ran a long way, caught the ball, crashed into the fence. Fortunately, he had to lock the bullpen gate. At least fortunately for Blair and the Orioles, he went right through into the Milwaukee bullpen and held on to the ball. So the final out of the game. Pitches outside the ball, 2-0. And the pitch on the way. Swing and a foul back. Two balls to one strike. You know, Darrell, this fellow has really made a remarkable comeback. As you know, and the fans know, he suffered a very severe beating a few years ago. Herb, uh, the last half of the year, Paul Blair was a tough out at home plate. He started hitting the long ball, and he was. He was a tough player. Swing and a foul at the plate. He swung so hard, he swung right from under his batting helmet at that time. Two balls and two strikes again. Blair. He is what you'd have to call a complete player because he hits for a pretty good average. He can hit for power. He's a good base runner and, of course, an outstanding fielder. There's a strike. Blair pounds the bat down at the plate. Didn't think it was a strike. Now Steve and Oakland's third strikeout. And Oakland now has retired to 11 in a row. Nothing across the Baltimore. So after five and a half innings of play, it's the A's one, the Orioles nothing. Humphrey waiting as Sambito gets the sign. He shows the bunt again. He squares. Sambito brings it. He bunts it back to the pitcher. He throws to third. They get the lead runner there. One five. On the put out. Now Templeton is at second base. Two out. 
Humphrey bunted it right back to the pitcher, and they got the lead runner at third base. So there's one out. Rolling right along now as Holzman has gotten 11 in a row and nothing but goose eggs for the first six innings for the Orioles. And the way they're going right now, things could be tied up after a travel day uh, Monday. They'll open up, of course, in Baltimore, all tied up at one game apiece. Pro football, some of the details of the game's over. Kenny Staber threw three touchdown passes to lead the Oakland Raiders to a 40-24 victory over the Cleveland Browns. Guaranteeing the Raiders a share the AFC West Division lead. Spotting the Browns a 10-0 lead in the first four minutes of play, Stabler hit touchdown passes of 11 yards to Fred Blutenkopf and then 45 yards to Clarence Davis in the first half, 10 yards to Cliff Branch in the third quarter when the Raiders put the game away. So Oakland has come from behind to beat Cleveland 40-24. Halftime score, 49ers lead St. Louis 9-7. Pittsburgh beat Houston 13-7. First period scored, Detroit nothing, and Los Angeles nothing. Del Norris leading it off for the Oakland A's in the last of the sixth inning. Rich hitter batting right against Dave McNally. He's lined to second and popped up to second baseman Bobby Gritch. First pitch is inside a ball. Sal Bando and Reggie Jackson to follow. was a ball if he was just mad at himself there. It didn't look like too bad a pitch. Herb, uh, on the monitor, it looked like the ball was a strike, but you never know. Uh, again, I'm just going by what I see here, and uh, it was close. This is outside of all. Three and I think the Bill Norris. Right-hander Doyle Alexander is going in the Baltimore bullpen right now. Left-hander Dave McNally over the head and delivers a This is the fifth consecutive inning that Oakland has gotten that leadoff man on. Herb, I doubt uh, at this time that Sal Bando will be bunting with the, with the speed of a north uh, potential base dealer. I think Sal will be swinging and trying to hit the ball hard. Okay, he walked in the first inning. Got a 3-1 pitch for a homer in the fourth inning. A high wide fastball. Herb 
is going to be trying to hurry his throw to home plate to hold North close to first. I think they're going to let Banda wait and stick his pitch down there to see if he can hit the ball uh, for distance or up a gap or something. Well, the Orioles didn't like the way uh, McNally threw that last pitch. Almost a wild pitch high and wide. And George Manberger, the pitching coach, has gone to the mound to talk to McNally along with catcher Andy Etchevar. Wayne Garland joins Alexander in the bullpen for Baltimore. Dave Hamilton, the left-hander, and Glenn Abbott, a right-hander, out in the bullpen for Oakland. I'm sure they're just getting a little throwing in out there, Hamilton and Abbott. Mando at the plate. One ball to no strikes. North on first. Oakland leading one to nothing. Last of the sixth inning on Mando's line drive home run in the fourth as the leadoff batter. McNally passes the ball to Earl Williams. North steps back on the bat. Bill Norris, who stole 54 bases this year to lead the league. He had 53 last year. He passes over there, and again, he gets back. It's all a little bit of a cat-mouse game here with North and McNally. McNally trying to measure him a little bit. He hasn't given him a good move over there. And a low pass ball to Mando. Ball two and no strike. Reggie Jackson on deck. crowd here at the Oakland Coliseum today. Yesterday, 41,000 plus, the largest crowd ever to see a game in the championship series here at the Coliseum. McNally's pitch on the way, and it is high. Ball three. So McNally has failed to get a strike in the first seven pitches he's thrown this inning. Dave McNally with 16 and 10 on the year. One eight of his last 10. Into the stretch he goes, the 3-0 delivery, and it is right over. He just put that one in there. Bando is taking three balls to one strike now. Bando has led the Oakland team and runs batted in four of the last five years. This year was the fourth time in the last five. This year he knocked in 103. Here's the pitch to him, and it is a fastball strike on the inside part of the plate. Three and two now to Bando. See how the A's will play it. There's nobody out. North is on first. Last of the sixth inning, they lead one to nothing. And a 3 2 pitch coming to Bando. Jackson, the on deck batter. Baltimore with the infield, a double play position. Outfield deep to left. The pitch on away. And it's swung on line into left field for the cooking and a foul ball. Pitch in on Bando, and he's got in front of it, pulled it foul. Down remains, three balls and two strikes. Remember before Bando. Hit the home run of the fourth inning. He had lofted a foul down the right field line, and Earl Williams, the first baseman, couldn't get to it. And Bobby Gritch, after a long run, got his hands on the ball in foul ground, but dropped it. New life for Mando, and he took advantage of it by lining one over the left field wall. McNally's pitch. North is going, and here's a pop-up off third base. Brooks Robinson in foul ground. Makes the catch. They have North running on that 3-2 pitch, and Vando fouls to Butch Robinson. One gone, and Reggie Jackson coming up. He's lined to Taylor in left. Bounce out to Rich at second. Reggie Jackson, who aggravated a hamstring muscle yesterday. being used as the designated hitter in this game today by manager Alvin Gard. 
Reggie Jackson. He's averaged 31 homers a year the last seven years. McNally throwing over to first base. North gets back. Jerry Adair coaching at first. Bobby Winkles coaching at third for Oakland. A's lead at one to nothing. Last of the sixth inning. Left-hander Dave McNally. Takes the set position. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball is low. One ball and no strikes to Jackson. The outfield deep towards right. The big gap between Blair, the center fielder, and Baylor, the left fielder. Very light breeze. Out towards right field here at the Coliseum. 3.30 down each line. McNally ready. Here's the pitch. High fastball over the mitt. Uh, Mitch Baron down to second goes north. He turns and holds up. by Dave McNally. Very high pitch. Mitch Barron went up for it with a mid hand, but he didn't get it cleanly, and it went off his mitt behind the plate, and North goes to second. So the count now is 2 and nothing to Reggie Jackson. McNally started the inning off by walking North on four pitches. He got behind 3 and 0 to Bando before getting in. Now he's behind 2 and 0 to Reggie Jackson. Stretch and the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Two balls to one strike down to Jackson. Baltimore has switched to the bullpen out of left-hander Grant Jackson. Alexander no longer throwing, but the other right-hander Wayne Garland is still warming up along with the left-hander Jackson. Bill Morris leading at second base, one out, last of the sixth inning. Oakland ahead, one nothing. Game number two of the championship series. Baltimore one up. Breaking ball swung out, a bouncing ball towards the hole. Robinson grabs it, holds north at second, and throws out Jackson. Good play by Brooks Robinson to his glove side. No chance really for North to try to advance until the ball had gone through. 5 3 to play on Jackson. North remains at second, and Joe Rudy coming up. Rudy had a ground ball single to left in the second, grounded out to Gritch at second in the fourth inning. who batted 293 during the regular year with 22 homers and 99 runs batted in. Now batting, first base open, and Tennis, the first baseman, right-handed batter, on deck.
Dave McNally will lead. McNally gave up six hits in five and two-thirds innings. He walked two and he struck out two. Wayne Garland coming in. A little bit of a story about Wayne Garland, who didn't start a whole lot of games this year for Baltimore, but one of them that he did start in Baltimore against Oakland. He did not permit a hit until the ninth inning. And then Dick Green got a base hit in the ninth inning. And that was somewhat ironic because because of uh, national television, they started the game about an hour later than they normally would. Dick Green had uh, been injured, and he wasn't in the first lineup that Alvin Dark had that night. But uh, after a while, Dark decided to put him in. So who knows what might have happened. Wayne Garland, who understands that he's come up to Dow with uh, a knuckleball this year. He's, uh, he started throwing the knuckleball, Herb, uh, and it's helped him out. Uh, he's not uh, a knuckleball pitcher by any means. Uh, Wayne Garland has good stuff, but it's just another pitch for him to use in a given situation. And uh, again, he threw the knuckleball uh, some against us, but not too much. In the regular season, Garland was in 20 games. He started six, relieved in 14, had one save with five wins and five losses. He only permitted 68 hits in 91 innings. Walked 26 and struck out 40, and his ERA was 2.97. Garland, a native of Nashville, Tennessee. Six-footer, 195. He's going to be 24 years old on the 26th of this month. So McNally is left. Rudy is on third base. Two out, one run in, Oakland leading two to nothing. Gene Tennis at the plate. Garland, first pitch high of all. Called out on strikes in the second. Robbed of a hit on a great play by Robinson in the fourth inning. Dallas to his windup delivers. In there for the strike. One and one now. Oakland the leading two to nothing. Last of the sixth inning. And the pitch on the way. That ball back him up. Two balls to one strike again. up and the pitch on away and tennis checks his swing but it's called a strike well, outside corner to him and it's two and two breaking ball line foul over in the seat the boxes down the left field breaking ball as tennis got in front of it the old two and two Charlotte at one time was in the pirate and the Cardinals organization, although he never pitched in the major league with either of those clubs. There's a fastball, and it's Ryan Crawford to Chris on one bounce to take the first base and in time. Horsley the play. Olsen coming up with one run on, one hit, no errors, and there was one man left out base. So the score at the end of six innings is the A's two, the Orioles nothing. After the second game of the National League playoffs Sunday, uh, Willie Stargell had these comments to make. He said, people have laughed at us when we were down before, and that helped pick us up and come back because there's an awful lot of pride in this ball club. That's the way that Willie sees it, as the Bucks after taking on the chin for the second straight time Sunday, this time 5-2 at the hands of the L.A. Dodgers. Now must head west to L.A. with the tough task of sweeping Los Angeles three straight if they are to win the National League pennant. 
Sargell added, uh, we just didn't make the plays today, and they did. Uh, at least one player remains confident, though, that Al Oliver, who got his first hit of a five-game series and uh, drove in the tying run in the seventh inning before the Dodgers greeted Dave Jussie with a three-run eighth that provided the decisive tally, he said, sure, it can be done. I'm always optimistic. There's no question that we have our work cut out for us. We face two tough pitchers at Pittsburgh, and you have to give them credit. Personally, I don't feel that I've let the club down. Now at the end of six innings, Oakland has two runs, six hits, and no errors. Baltimore no runs on just one hit and one error. Baltimore has left two runners on base. Oakland so far has stranded four. First half of the seventh inning here at the Oakland Coliseum. Bobby Gritch, Tommy Davis, and Don Baylor representing the heart of Baltimore's batting order will face Kenny Olsen. Olsen has had three perfect innings in a row, has retired the last 11 batters to face him. Gritch struck out in the first inning, fly to center in the fourth. First pitch from Holtzman is low for the ball. One and nothing. Holtzman has walked two batters and he has struck out three. And the pitch. Low and outside of all. Two and nothing now to Bobby Gritch. And Holtzman delivers. Fastball over for a strike. Two and one. Fingers kind of begin warming up for Olsen. There's a pitch on the outside corner. Chris had an ocean, but didn't swing. It was called on him by Jerry Nudeck of the plate umpire to two. All even on the count to Gritch. As Olsen working very quickly delivers. And it's outside of all. Three and two now. Full count to Bobby Gritch. As Olsen checks the sign with Fossey, winds up. Here's the pitch. Swung out a fly ball, hit out the deep left center field. North back, he's there, reaches up, makes the catch. Bill Norris flagged it down with a glove hand on the run, deep left center field. One gone in the Baltimore seventh, and next will be Tommy Davis. He lined a bando, made a backhanded stab in the second inning. Then he hit a ground ball between Bando and the line in the fourth inning, and Bando got that one and threw him out. Right hand batting Tommy Davis. Takes a low curve for a ball, and all the batters for Baltimore today right-handed against Kenny Holtzman. Oakland does not play. It's outfield. Or out of the left for Davis, who hits a high fly ball into left center, not deep. North end makes the catch. Boy, almost lost that ball and runs and grabs it. ball into shallow left center. And Norris was just able to grab it running in. Now, Don Baylor. Left fielder has flied deep to North and left center and grounded out to Green at second. Pitch is low and outside of all. One and nothing. Oakland leading 2-0. First half of the seventh inning. Oakland over the head. Kicks and throws. Breaking ball swung on. Ground ball to Campanaris. He's up with it. The tennis at first for the out. That's off of Baltimore. Oakland now has retired 14 in a row. 
Call with a score. The A's two, the Orioles nothing at the end of six and a half innings. Let's lean back for this message. Fourteen in a row for Holtzman. The last uh, batter for the Orioles to get a hit was uh, Andy Achebaran, their catcher. That was a, a single with one down in the top of the third. That's the only hit so far off Holtzman. Uh, the other men on bases was Blair, second man up for the Orioles uh, in the first. He was erased as Grich struck out front of second base. Robinson, Brooks Robinson, walked with two outs in the second, and that is it. Along the way, strikeouts uh, against Blair, Grich, Cabell. So three strikeouts uh, for uh, Ken Holzman and only one hit given up through seven innings on the mound. So he's pitched a magnificent ball game thus far with the Oakland A's in front now by a score of 2-0. Checking the NFL scoreboard at halftime, Los Angeles leads Detroit 10-0. In the third period, Minnesota 20, Dallas 7, halftime. Philadelphia Eagles 13, San Diego 7. In the third period, St. Louis now leads San Francisco 14-9. Now as we go to the last of the seventh inning, Oakland enjoying a 2-0 lead here in the second game of this best-of-five series. Baltimore, as you know, won yesterday 6-3. Oakland will send up Claudel Washington, Ray Fossey, and Dick Green against the right-hander Wayne Garland. Everybody think it's this point an interesting thing. Yesterday, you and I talked about Oakland needed to get some run production out of their third, fourth, and fifth hitter. The offense today, home run by Sal Bando, a triple by Joe Rudy, and they're getting some of that offense out of those three men. All right, here's the first pitch to Washington. He peels the foul right straight back. Washington set into a four-three double play and singled up the middle. One for two today and had a double in the pinch hitting role yesterday. Ray 
Ray Farsi out of action for quite a while this year after a neck operation. And the pitch on the way. Swung on line drive over Robinson down the left field line. Made the extra bases. Taylor up for the ball. Farsi on his way to second. And the throw not in time. A hit for Schmeier a double. Reynolds, uh, Darrell, he seems to go mostly with the hard kind of stuff. 
Herb uh, Reynolds is a fastball pitcher. Uh, he'll throw a slider now and then, but again, uh, 85, 90% of his pitches will be fastball. Third pitcher in the game for Baltimore. Bob Reynolds. He was originally signed by the San Francisco Giants. Forces at 790 and 1420. Bill North, now batting left-handed against the right-handed Reynolds. North is lined to second, popped to second, and walked. Takes the first pitch down for a ball. One and nothing to count. Two on and two out for Oakland. Leading at second is Ray Fossey. Odom at first base. Johnny Blumenoda, who relieved yesterday. The fastball is outside, it's 2-0. Two, oh. two ball, no strike count. Norris now looking down to Bobby Winkles, who they count two balls and no strikes. There are two men out, Baltimore's outfield. Not playing in the pull of ball against Reynolds. Swing and a foul ball. Back out of play on the third base side. Two balls and one strike. Scored in the fourth inning on a homer by Sal Bando. After an error by Bobby Gritch on a foul pop. Gave Bando new life. Picked up one run in the sixth inning. Here's a foul back to the screen. Two and two to North. Both runs charged to Dave McNally. Actually, the homer by Bando will go on McNally's record as an unearned run because the error by Gritch prolonged Bando's stay at the plate. Now the stretch by Reynolds, the pitch. 
outside of all. So now we have a 3-2 count to Bill Norris. And, of course, the runners will go. Fossey from second. Johnny Odom from first. Three balls, two strikes, two on, two out. Oakland leading 2-0. Last half of the seventh inning. Oakland needing a win to square the series, which resumes Tuesday in Baltimore. Reynolds now taking Andy Etchebarren's side. Husky right-hander sets and throws. High wide, he walks it. Base is loaded. Fossey to third, Johnny Odom to second. Al Bando coming up for the bases loaded, two out. has walked, homered, and fouled out to Brooks Robinson at third. So he's officially one for two in the game. Reynolds out of the stretch, delivers. The high fastball hit up in here to right field. Cabell getting out of the ball out there and makes the catch. Bando flies to right to Cabell to retire the side. No runs, one hit, no errors, three left. So after seven innings, it's the A's to the Orioles nothing. Speaking of other uh, National Football League games, a uh, final from New Haven some time ago, actually, the details of that game, safety man Ray Brown returned an intercepted pass some 59 yards for the go-ahead TD to give the Atlanta Falcons their first win of the season, a 14-7 surprise win over the New York Giants. The Giants had begun a drive on their own six-yard line midway through the third period and had advanced to the Atlanta 42 with second down when Brown stepped in front of intended receiver Ray Rhodes. Brown, a four-year veteran from West Texas State, picked off Norm Sneed's sideline pass and with clear sailing, streaked untouched down the left sideline. Game still going. Halftime, again repeating the Rams, lead Detroit 10 to nothing. At the end of three periods now, Minnesota leads Dallas at Dallas 20 to seven. Halftime, Philadelphia 13, San Diego seven. St. Louis now piling it on after trailing nine to nothing to San Francisco. It's now the St. Louis Cardinals 21, the San Francisco 49ers 9. Bob Reynolds pitching out of that jam, and so the A's maintain their 2 nothing lead. Manny Trio now at second. T-R-I-L-L-O, Trio at second as Brooks Robinson leads it off here in the eighth inning for Baltimore. Brooks is walked in the second inning, grounded out to Campanera at the shortstop in the fifth inning. And actually, today's crowd has exceeded yesterday's by a little over 1,000. Today's paid attendance, 42,810. about 83,500 for the two games. It's checked. Now, a change at second base. It'll be Maxwell at second base. Dow Maxwell. Veteran infielder Dow Maxwell at second base. And Brooks Robinson at the plate takes outside a ball. Paul Lindblad and Raleigh Fingers, left-hander and a right-hander. Now in the bullpen for Oakland, Holtzman, who has breezed through the last 14 batters, gets a strike on the outside front of the Robinson. is outside of all. The last Baltimore batter to get on was Etchebarren, who singled with one out in the third inning. 
And the pitch from Holtzman. Swung on a ground ball to Campanaris. He is up with it. Here's the take to first to tennis, and Robinson's out. Short to first to play. Fifteen batters in a row retired now by Kenny Holtzman. And Earl Williams up. He's grounded out twice, once to Dick Green when he was in there at second and into third. The Bando and the Tiffany. Delivers. Breaking ball, and Etcheverne fouls it. Out of play in the seat. 
to the right of the plate. Two balls and two strikes to count. Fielding play for the A's so far, that running catch of Bill North on the drive hit the left center by Belanger in the third inning, following the one-out single by Etcheverry. Oldsman's pitch, a breaking ball swung on, a line drive into center field. That's going to be in for a hit. Falling in front of North, Cabell will stop at second. Etcheverry comes through with a single to center field, and now Baltimore has the tying run on. For the first time, they have advanced the runner to second base, and Alvin Dark going to the mound now to talk to Oldsman. Before Mark Belanger comes up. He has fingers out there if he wants to make the switch. Ray Fox is a catcher out there. Team captain third base with Sal Bando. And a very warm welcome to some of our listeners on other stations on our network in Los Angeles. KGBS in New Orleans, WNNR, and in Spokane, Washington on KGA. Can I have a pinch hitter here? Kurt Moten is going to bat for Belanger. Belanger has flied out three times, twice to north and once to Rudy and left. Ed Chabarin is coming out, and Al Pumbrey is going to run for him at first base. Al Pumbrey wears number one for Etcheban. And number 21, Kurt Moten, M-O-T-T-O-N. Moten is going to bat for Belanger. Moten put uh, Baltimore actually for the second time in his career. Right-handed batter. Baltimore with a chance here. They trail 2 to nothing in the eighth inning. Runoffs on first and second and two down. Kenny Holtzman, who had given up only one hit until the back-to-back singles here with two out by Cabell and Etcheverry. Pitch to Moten, rolling outside of ball. Moten had only eight at-bats with Baltimore in the regular season. Now the stretch. And the pitch from Holtzman is in there. Breaking ball strike. Moten uh, one time was traded for pitcher Bob Reynolds, who's now in there relieving for Baltimore today. And now they're both on the same club. Here's the pitch. Low and outside of all. So the count is two and one to the right-handed batting Kurt Moten. Not a big fella. Physically stands deep in a box, close stand. Doesn't spread out much. Holtzman delivers. Fastball didn't mean to hit it. It's an easy roller down to tennis. He'll make the play and decide it up. A check swing roller by Morton for an unassist to put out by tennis at first base. The Baltimore in the eighth. No runs. Two hits. No errors. They leave two. The score at the end of seven and a half innings. The Oakland A's two. The Baltimore Orioles nothing. Bowden tried to hold back. It accidentally hit his bat and was described uh, by Herb Keneal. Uh, easy ground ball, a dribbler down to first. Tennis picked it up out by about eight or ten steps. Let's check uh, NFL uh, scores again. We have an additional score at Dallas. The Cowboys have scored in the early moments of the fourth period. They now trail Minnesota 20 to 14. Nothing more on the Rams-Lions game. Halftime still LA 10. Detroit nothing. They should be now in the fourth period. 
Denver defeated Kansas City 17-14, Pittsburgh over Houston 13-7, halftime. The Eagles lead uh, the Chargers 13-7. St. Louis now has a field goal by Bakken in the third period. Uh, closing moments of the third quarter, they lead San Francisco. St. Louis 24, the 49ers 9. We'll have a look at the uh, race, the uh, race at Watkins Glen, New York. That's the uh, U.S. Grand Prix Auto race in a few moments. Two changes for Baltimore. We'll get some uh, inch hitting and pitch running. Frank Baker will be at shortstop, and Baker will bat in the number one spot. Elrod Hendricks will be the catcher, and Hendricks will bat in the number nine position. Hendricks catching, batting ninth, and Baker at shortstop, batting leadoff. Bob Reynolds on the mound for Baltimore. Oakland comes up with a 2 nothing lead here in the eighth inning. Reggie Jackson will lead it off. He's lined out to Baylor in left. Grounded to Gritch at second and to Robinson at third. Rudy on deck and tennis to follow. Bob Reynolds, the third pitcher in the game for Baltimore. Delivers Jackson. Lines one down the left field line. It is drifting foul. One strike to Reggie Jackson. Behind the plate now, Robinson, Baker, Rich, Williams in the infield, Baylor, Flair, Cabell in the Baltimore outfield. Reynolds delivers. Fastball up high. One ball, one strike. Shortstop Baker to second baseman. Rich Close moving over towards second base, jamming up the middle on Reggie Jackson. Outside of high ball, two and oh, two and one now to Jackson. Two balls and one strike. Oakland scored in the fourth inning on a homer by Sal Bando, and in the sixth inning on a walk to Bill North and a two-out triple by Joe Rudy off the wall in right center. The pitch is up high. So Reynolds gets behind out three and one. If Reggie Jackson uh, Herb should have to get on first base. We may get a chance to see our designated stealer. Washington might get in there because I'm sure they don't want to take a chance on aggravating that pull hamstring of Jackson anymore. Reynolds delivers a high fastball and Jackson does get the base on ball. Six times in eight innings today, they have put the leadoff man on and there he goes. Darrell mentioned it.
can run, uh, that's for sure. 29 stolen bases and 45 attempts. Well, he's got a right-hander out there now on the mound, Bob Reynolds. Williams, a first baseman, trying to hold. But Washington can get a pretty good lead against Bob Reynolds. The throw over there, and he gets back. at the plate. A single on the ground to left, grounded out to Gritch at second, and tripled off the wall in right center in the sixth inning to score Oakland's second run of the game. And there he goes, pitch right inside. The throw down there is in time. He is out at second. And Baker, who made the tag, may have been uh, hurt. I don't know if he got spiked or what, but it was a good throw there by Hendrickson. They nailed Herb Washington. Two-six on the put out. Benny Ralph Calvon of Baltimore going out with manager Earl Weaver to look at Frank Baker, who just went into the game replacing Colander. Looks like uh, Frank Baker's left knee, and apparently it's Washington uh, didn't spike him there. Trying around Salvon putting a, a bandage on Frank Baker's left knee. Well, they sure didn't waste any time. Washington going down on the first pitch, and Hendricks threw him out. So there's one out of nobody on. Down one ball and no strikes to Joe Rudy. A reminder that on many of these mutual stations, their time on Tuesday from Memorial Stadium in Baltimore... Eastern time for the third game of the series. By the blue against Jim Palmer. Trainer Salvon still out there ministering to Frank Baker. Won't be serious enough though for him to have to come out of the game. ahead to the Baltimore Knights. They're due to have Blair, Gritch, and Davis, their number two, three, and four hitters against Kenny Holston. Holston leading 2-0 in the last half of the eighth inning. One ball and no strikes to Joe Rudy. Bob Reynolds, the third Baltimore pitcher out there today. Dave McCauley went five and two-thirds, gave up two runs, one was unearned, and Wayne Garland went two-thirds of an inning. Reynolds delivers. Rudy takes a cut and he misses. Fastball down away from him. One ball, one strike. Another perfect afternoon weather-wise with a temperature in the mid-70s and a crowd of 42,810. And the pitcher to Rudy takes a cut and he misses. He's swinging a little bit late. One ball, two strikes. Gathers in that little fly ball off the bat of Joe Rudy. Back in right center. Two gone. It'll bring up Gene Tennant. 
called out on strikes in the second. Out on a fine play by Brooks Robinson in the fourth inning at third base and granted the glitch in the sixth. is one outside of all. Also a hello to some of our other stations. KGCX in Sydney, Montana. WBTS, Terre Haute, Indiana, and WBOR in Rochester, New York, the town where a lot of the Orioles play. The Orioles have their AAA farm club there. This is outside, two balls, and no strikes. Darrell, how long did you manage this? I managed uh, 63, 64, and 65 uh, her for the Baltimore organization. Good baseball town. Excellent. Probably the best in the minor leagues. Pitch is high, and they count now 3 nothing to Gene Tennant. Two out and nobody on. Oakland leading 2 nothing. Last half of the eighth inning. Bob Reynolds with a count of 3 nothing to Tennant. If he gets on there, it'll bring up the left-handed batting Claudel Washington. Jackson, the left-handed ready in the bullpen. Pitch a swing and a miss. Dennis had to go ahead and pick a cut, but missed it now. It's three and one. Reynolds doesn't use the lineup, delivers high fastball. Dennis cuts and pops it foul behind the plate, but it'll be out of play. So we have a full count to Gene Dennis. to tennis. Playing him a little bit to the left. Pitch on away and it's too high. Watch A base on balls to Gene Tennis and once again Earl Weaver coming out and in the game uh, now getting this late. He is, I think going to stay with Reynolds any longer now. Grant Jackson. Philadelphia Phillies. And this year, 
Pause 10 seconds for station identification. This broadcast, produced by the Robert Wall Company, is coming to you on the mutual broadcasting system's American League Championship Network. This is the American Forces and Television Service. Pitching to left-handed batting for Washington. Hit into a double play. Started by Grit. Single up the middle and fly to left. One for three and two for four in the series thus far. Swing and a foul. One strike. Cordell Washington, who grew up in nearby Berkeley, California. When he came up with the A's this year. John away to him. Outside of all, a wicked ball. And there goes the runner to second. A hit for Slatty is safe. Dean Tennis, both for second base, got in there with a hit for Slatty. Boy, that really caught the Orioles by surprise, Darrell. Me too. Tom, that was a delayed steal. Uh, Gene executed it perfectly. Uh, actually, you don't do this on the pitcher or the catcher. You do it against the two infielders, uh, hoping that they don't notice you, which is what took place out there uh, on that particular play. It was a real good play by tennis because there are two out. You have the left-handed batter up, Guado Washington, and although he did hit for a good average, he did not hit for power. So now tennis on second where he might score on a one-base hit. Tennis delayed and then went in with a head-first slide. And the pitch is going outside to Washington. Two balls to one strike to count. This year, uh, in the regular season, Tennis attempted to steal 11 times, and he was successful only twice. Now the pitch. Inside and low. Joe Jackson falls behind. Gordon Washington now. Three balls to one strike. Oakland has had five bases on balls today off Baltimore pitching. Two off McNally, one off Garland. That was intentional, and two off Reynolds. that three, uh, three walks off Reynolds. So it's six walks all together, including one intentional walk for Oakland. Here's the pitch from Jackson. Swing and a pop-up, shallow left field. Running back for the ball is Baker, and it's a foul ball and drops. Robinson half stumbling over Baker. He's all right as he gets up. A high fly ball down the left field line. It's landed just foul, and neither Baker nor Brooks Robinson could get to it. We have a full count, three and two. The left-handed batting Guardo Washington. Gene Tennis on second with two out. Oakland with a lead, two to nothing in the last half of the eighth inning. Jackson looking down to Hendricks for the time. By the left hand of the pitch on the way, and it's swung on a ground ball. Hits the short foot, it's not Baker. He picks it up, play play. Tennis goes to third. Ground ball to Frank Baker at short. He just booted the ball for an error, and now Earl Weaver's going out there again. He has Doyle Alexander in the bullpen now, big right-hander, with Ray Fossey, the catcher due up. The error by Baker, 
Washington will reach. Dennis has advanced the third, and Oakland has runners at the corner. Coming out, and a 2-0 lead for Oakland. Weaver has uh, not made any sign that he's going to make a move here. He's going to stay with Jackson. I think in a situation like this that Earl and his catcher and pitcher were talking about the fact that they're open for a potential double steal and what the catcher was going to do with the ball in the situation in case this man on first base does run. If Fossey gets two strikes on him, you can look for this Claudio Washington to try to steal second base and watch what happens after that. Also, Washington's have good speed straight away. Herbie is the master of the two. Who's had two hits today? Right handed batting catcher and uh, pitch is low and apparently hit his bat, just bounced in front of the plate. Hit it came down off his foot. And it was a foul ball. One strike to Fossey, who singled in the third inning, hit it to a four side on the fifth, and double to left in the seventh. Dennis on third, Claudel Washington on first. Folks, and leading 2 0 last of the eighth inning. Bando homered in the fourth inning. Rudy tripled off the wall in right center to score north in the sixth after he had let off of the walk. Rudy didn't get his triple until there were two down. Jackson delivers. Swing. Fly ball. Hits the deep left field. Very back. Taylor at the wall. Leaps up. And he cannot get it as well. A home run to Ray Fossey. Five to nothing. Ray for Oakland. championship in three years when he finished fourth in the U.S. Grand Prix race that was won by Carlos Rotman of Argentina. The race was marred when rookie Grand Prix circuit driver Helmut Koenig, a 25-year-old driver from Austria, was killed after crashing into a steel railing on the 10th lap. He recently signed a two-year contract with Surtees and received his Formula One initiation in last month's Canadian Grand Prix. 
Apparently, he lost control of his car, hit the fence with such force that it rammed under the low railing. Observers said the driver was decapitated by the accident. His death was unofficially announced until the race was over. Fittipaldi, who entered the race tied with Clay Regazzoni of Switzerland, picked up three valuable points to finish with 55 for the year. Emerson Fittipaldi of Brazil has won his second world driving championship in three years. Well, now, yesterday was the long ball of Baltimore, and the time has turned today. We're talking about two home runs and a triple. Uh, have accounted for all the runs, and uh, certainly uh, Oakland had a little help with a couple of errors out there that uh, made it possible. But the way Holtz was pitching, uh, it's possible that they would have only needed one. But the way, Herb, they never did get the two strikes on Ray Fossey.
Taylor time. Nobody left on base. Well, that's the story of game two of the American League playoffs, won by the Oakland A's, five to nothing. Tomorrow being Monday, a travel day, as the clubs head east, and they play Memorial Stadium in Baltimore on Tuesday, while the National League will be moving the other way as Pittsburgh and L.A. goes to the West Coast to uh, Los Angeles uh, Stadium, Dodgers Stadium, as the Dodgers won their second straight earlier Sunday by a score of five to two, over the Pittsburgh Pirates. This copyrighted recording is licensed by Major League Baseball. Any reproduction or other commercial use of this recording, in whole or in part, is prohibited.